This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD or Compass in Fairfield, Connecticut. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page and you can check out past shows. You can even subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face meeting or even a virtual meeting of your choice. We want to make sure we can take everybody's concerns into consideration these days. On today's episode, we're going to talk about something that represents an important component of many Americans' retirement strategies, as well as the biggest purchase they may ever make, and that's their home. Now, though the COVID-19 pandemic has changed the economy in both temporary and permanent ways, it really hasn't dampened the dream of home ownership for a lot of Americans. We're going to look at some of the reasons you should buy a home, as well as why home ownership may not be a wise financial move for everyone. And in our final segment, we're going to address some of the advantages and perks of actually being a long-term renter. But before we get into the pluses and minuses of home ownership, let me introduce the person whose voice just sounds like home, and that's Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? <laughs> Smooth like butter, right? I mean, <laughs> come on. With these golden pipes, what am I supposed to do? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Uh, but it's interesting, the topic today, uh, home ownership and uh, buying a house, uh, downsizing your home, I guess, if you're headed toward retirement. All of these things come into play. It's an interesting one. I don't think we've talked about this on the show before in, in detail. So uh, I'm interested to hear what you have to say. However, uh, I wanted to talk about uh, the week I've had. It's been crazy. Uh, you know, the Super Bowl happened. Uh, last weekend. Mm, yeah. And that was, I think, um, kind of not too exciting, really. How about oh, you? Well, I, 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 I've, as I've said to a couple of people already, this was my second favorite New England Patriots win of all time. <laughs> it's Brady to Gronkowski. <laughs> you know, I'm a Pats fan. I always have been. And so, you know, it was a sad time seeing those guys go, but it, yeah. it was fun. To, it was fun to watch. Well, one, it's great to see a team like Tampa Bay, who's what won one other Super Bowl in their history, win another one, um, even if it is with our players. Uh, they did a great job putting a, putting a great team around those guys to make them do what oh, they did. It was yeah. fun. It, it was a it was a fun one rather than stressful. You know, watching my son suffer through you know the ups and downs of a game. So sure. it, well, it yeah. was just a fun one to watch and enjoy. You know, some some decent food too. So yeah, I, I had a good idea. I hear a lot of people didn't love it, but I, I thought it was fun. Also, I lived in Kansas City for three years, so I had a little vested interest in both teams. Yeah, yeah, I actually don't mind either team. So. I didn't know who to root for. I was kind of rooting for Tampa Bay because I think they were the underdogs, actually. But mm, uh, yeah, kind of 
kind of weird though um they weren't even in it i mean they didn't no. sh- they did not show up so um but the tampa defense is the mvp in my book and f- followed closely by the tampa offensive line i would put brady third on that list because man that defense just they clobbered him. The offensive line, Tom just, he didn't move. He just got the ball and just stood there thinking about what he wanted to do for a like while. He, like he was waiting for a bus. <laughs> it was like he was waiting for a bus. <laughs> just looking forward to it. Well, how have you been? How's your week been, Matt? Been a pretty wonderful week. <laughs> Well, we're going to try to give some good advice on today's show. Um, We're talking about housing, and I I think it's going to be a a good one. Honestly, homeownership, that's not a subject we've kicked around a lot. So uh, it's a good topic. I was really intrigued when you said we're going to spend some time talking about why homeownership might not be for everybody. Uh, That's an interesting take. So Mm -hmm. how do you want to get today's conversation rolling? All right. So I don't want to jump right into that. I want to wait to get to that one. So, okay. you know, a little teaser. Let's let's keep that tease. Okay. There. okay. Uh, what I do. First thing I want to talk about is, you know, you may want why you may want to buy a home. And for some people, it's simply the pride of ownership. It's uh-huh. actually a client I have who that's his biggest deal. And it's not just buying a home. It was having his home completely paid for something. He feels like that something no one can ever take from him, which technically isn't true. And we we'll, might touch on that if we get back to it. If not, you feel free to, you know, call or email and ask me why I say that. But, um, there's a pride for a lot of people that come, they know owning their house, it's their house, it's their rules. Want to paint the kitchen walls, hot pink, do it. You know, want to build a wall full of shelves to display your, your star Wars action figure collection, do it. Uh, you know, nobody's stopping you. Once you own the place, the long list of rules that comes with renting goes right out the window or, you know, essentially as long as you live under my roof, well, now it's your roof, right? So when it comes to your finances, your home also may increase over time that may create future equity. And with that also comes that sense of pride. Well, yeah, I mean, pride of ownership and, and potential equity, those are both elements of home ownership that resonate with me anyway. And I like a lot of people, I started out in my 20s with apartments and roommates, and then I had a lot of fun making friendships and living that way when I was young. But, uh, you know, you don't want to do that for your entire life. I, I like the feeling when somebody hands you the keys to your home. It feels great, doesn't it? I will never forget the day I left that signing and went home to my first home, the first house I bought, and that feeling. Well, it was both extremely satisfying and utterly terrifying. Like, you know, when you're young, you're <laughs> married, is. you yeah. have a baby on the way, you think, oh my gosh, what did I just do? This is gonna destroy us, right? But also, this is mine. And you walk in and that is the, you know, it is yours, it's, it's yours. That was the first time the thing I walked into was absolutely mine, and uh, I think it's, it's, it's great. Now, Uh, The last piece I did talk about, too, is uh, the appreciation that can happen over time. And that's clearly something a lot of people are banking on when they purchase a home. Uh, You know, uh, the real estate market can ebb and flow just like any other financial market. Housing values do generally appreciate over time. And I can tell you, you know, when we're done with the planning process for most people, you look at that net worth, that home they own, especially if they're older and they have it paid off, is generally one of their larger assets. Now, a good tool to use when you're house shopping to find out about the appreciation possibilities would be the Federal Housing Finance Agency's House Price Index tool. That is a mouthful. That's kind of hard to say. Wow. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah. <laughs> but better you than me on that one. <laughs> it's available on their website, FHFA.gov. And with it, you can track the history of home values in a given community and neighborhood. So it's a, it's a pretty good tool to help. You know, of course, just like everything else, you can't guarantee it'll be that in the future, but it's a good way to get a judgment of what it could be. So then if you buy a home when you're still young with the goal of downsizing when you retire, then your potential home appreciation may really come in handy, right? Uh, I think that's a great point you made. What do you have next for us? Well, another possible upside of home ownership is mortgage interest deduction, Tony. And in fact, depending on your circumstances, you may even be able to view your home as something of a tax shelter because tax rates tend to favor homeowners. For some, taking advantage of the mortgage interest deduction can be a factor behind the decision making even to dive into home ownership in the first place. Now, the key is to keep your mortgage balance below the price you paid for your home because that way your mortgage interest may be entirely deductible on your tax return. And that can work in your favor for an extended period of time as interest can be the largest element of a monthly mortgage payment for years, for a, a lot of the years of your mortgage. Wow. Okay. So that's interesting. Isn't it also true that a homeowner can deduct some of their property taxes? Uh, it can be. Yes. The IRS publication 530 is a great resource for new homeowners. And it explains that in general, yes, you can deduct your state and local property taxes. Uh, there's been some changes to that in the last tax changes, but we should also note that many homeowners pay their property taxes within their monthly mortgage payments. And you should also be aware that to fully utilize the interest in property tax deductions, you'll need to itemize your deductions. Because of the increased standard deduction that kicked in with the 2017 tax cuts and job acts, which I just referenced before, some homeowners may determine that the standard deductions are better strategy for them. Ah, yes. Uh, IRS publication 530. One of my favorite IRS publications. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> one. It's a, I binge on those on, on the weekend. Well, and I know just only a little bit about capital gains exclusions for homeowners. Uh, tell us more about that. That's probably all you really need to know because there's not a ton in this to understand it, but it's a great question. If you've lived in your home for a minimum of two out of the last five years, when you sell it, you can exclude as much as $250,000 for an individual and $500,000 for a married couple of the profit from capital gains. And additionally, you don't have to buy a replacement home or upgrade, which there's, you know, the, don't have to worry about it. But that was some that's some old rules. You can use this exclusion on your property taxes every two years, which essentially means you could sell a home every two years and enjoy the profits without taxes, with some limitations, of course. Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, of course. And uh, I think there are some outstanding financial benefits, obviously, then that come with home ownership. That's really great. Absolutely. And here's another financial benefit. If you make more money when you sell your home than is allowable with the exclusion, that money will be categorized as capital gains. Now, it, depending on which what you meant by not knowing a ton about the capital gains, as long as you've owned your home for more than a year, this is this applies here. And that benefits your wallet because capital gains are taxed preferentially compared to standard income tax, which may mean that even if your sale price exceeds the exclusion, your tax bill may be smaller than you think. But please remember, always consult with your tax professional to discuss your specific tax situation. Yeah, that's always important, obviously. And I think this is a, a good show today. I, I like talking about this, the pros and cons of home ownership. And, you know, uh, during the first segment, you've been addressing some of the clear benefits of owning a home. 
Uh, and now I, I think it's time to look at some reasons that we may not want to buy a home because you mentioned that. And uh, I find that hard to believe. I mean, we're all inundated with advertising that paints a clear picture that home ownership is as American as apple pie, but, mm -hmm. but maybe it's not for everyone. It may not be for everyone. Uh, and one of that is in this kind of new thing that we're facing here, being able to kind of go to different places and not being stuck in one spot as this, whatever new normal we see unfolding yeah. uh, becomes to be, may be very advantageous for a large, for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I think there's a lot to be, to go through here. If nothing else, just that, I mean, think about home ownership. I would not want to own a home say in LA right now where everybody is leaving and oh, not a lot of people yeah. are rushing to fill in those spots. So, you know, those people, I think home ownership for say a lot of LA residents is probably not looking so great right now, or those people that are moving may not be as enticed into it right now. Let's, let's get on to besides the philosophical part about maybe what's going on now. The f first reason I do want to talk about here in this is renting, not owning, gives you the benefit of not having a down payment. And that can probably be categorized as mm. good old fashioned common sense, perhaps unless you qualify for a VA loan or a first time home buyer program, you're going to need a down payment that can range from maybe three and a half percent of the sales price on a, for an FHA loan to 10, at least 10% on the sales price for a conventional loan. So that, you know, not having to have that is can be very advantageous for a lot of people. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, for a lot of people, a down payment is no small matter. I mean, it, you know, it kept me from buying a home when I was younger and first wanted to. Uh, you have to take that into consideration. But based on your comments about down payments, I'm guessing uh, credit or the lack of credit could also impact your ability to buy a home then. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. It could still affect your ability to get a rental in some places if they're checking your credit, right? But uh, your credit plays a major role in your ability to buy a home or even afford one. If your credit score is south of 620, you might find it very hard to find a lender willing to do business with you. If it's above that, but not great, you may find it hard to find a loan that's gonna have a favorable enough interest rate where you're gonna be able to afford it. Uh, it so you don't want to have astronomical interest rates because your credit, so it may be worth it renting through certain periods, right? Renting while you work on fixing your credit, renting while you get that down payment. Uh, you may find that your priorities have changed and that down payment's now better spent somewhere else. So there's, there's so many things to take into account, just like everything else. It's unique to your situation and take in as much information as possible. You know, FHA loans are slightly more permissive with credit scores of 580 still sometimes qualifying in that, in that arena. In fact, uh, there's a article from, uh, the balance, why you shouldn't buy a house and nearly 20% of all home buyers according to them, have credit scores below 600. So bad credit might not be completely disqualifying. It's likely to make your path to home ownership a little more challenging, though. Right. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, it would be challenging. You have to watch out. And I think uh, for a lot of people out there, uh, you have to keep your eye on your credit score. We should all be doing that, I guess, anyway. But you want to ensure it's as healthy as it possibly can be uh, before buying a home. What else do you have for us? So a high debt ratio is another potential hurdle to home ownership. Though lenders are often changing their standards when it comes to debt ratios, the percentage you're left with when you divide your monthly 
debt payments by your monthly income should hit the sweet spot of about 43%. If your current debt is gobbling up more than half your monthly income, you probably aren't in a position to add a monthly mortgage payment to the mix. But I will say, if you want a slightly better ratio, you're still going to want to bring that number down to have a slightly better chance at achieving your financial goals. Well, yeah, for sure. And I I think, uh, you know, uh, obviously all of these things, debt is a bad one, period. And if you're already in debt, buying a home is probably not going to be a great option for you. And I think that's a good to point out. I mean, when friends and family have asked me about how to tell if they're ready to buy a home, one of the things uh, I always think they need to ask, are you happy with your job and is it stable, right? I mean, Mm. uh, if the answer to either of those questions is no, uh, they're probably not ready, right? Probably not. That's I'd say, Tony, that may be some of the best advice you've ever given anyone. (laughs) Well, it's what I learned from you. It's not my (laughs) advice. I'm just... No, listen, if you have any inkling that your job might not be there months down the road, maybe you should avoid saddling yourself with a mortgage. Now, there was a period in time where everybody moved every couple of years because that's where their job brought them and they got there. The company would often help them buy the house and often help them sell it. But if you're not going to be in that position, if you're making all these calls yourself, that may not be the best option for you. You know, foreclosure listings are full of people who are in that position because they lost their job. So keep that in mind. If you don't think your job's going to be there in the future, this might not be the best time to get into homeownership. Right. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. And so, uh, yeah, and I think it's important for people to not succumb to that myth of the American dream and buy a home before they're ready. I think a lot of people get sucked into that, maybe waiting just a few more years and spending that time to work with somebody like yourself, a financial professional, to strengthen that overall financial strategy, that can make a world of difference, right? It really can. And here's the other thing. If you work with a really good financial planner, you're going to be able to see it in plain numbers on the page in front of you, the the way these different scenarios can play out. I can't tell you how many times somebody says, well, I don't know how to if I should do this or this. And you can get really bogged down in how you feel about this or that. But when you're really making the decision based on your finances or what what's going to do this, that, that, When you put those numbers in front of you and you can see clearly on a page, okay, if I can rent for this much longer at this amount of money and this is the down payment I'm looking, you can, and I can do it at this point, I can buy that house that I want in this price range in two years and three months, right? As opposed to if I do that now, I'm going to run out of money later at this date, right? So having that good plan in place makes a big difference. That's why I always say work with a financial advisor and whenever possible, work with a certified financial planner. Uh, Having a strategy going into buying a home, that's a huge decision and that's a lot of debt to take on. And so you want to make sure you got it right. I mean, that's that's huge. And I think another component of that decision-making process really should be the status of the market. I mean, purchasing a home in a shaky market might have consequences, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, if you purchase a a home while the market's declining and it continues to decline, that can be a financial nightmare for some people, Uh, even though uh, even uh, maybe you're still betting on the real estate market completely recovering over time. It's probably not a terrible bet. It's not guaranteed, but more often than not that. Well, most markets, the market as a whole and the housing market have their trajectories have 
have always been up, right? The, the volatility is generally temporary and the advance has been relative, has so far been permanent, but that does not mean that will continue always into the future. Right. I mean, you can't, you can't guess, you can't guess at what time or when any one of those things is going to do what it's going to do. Great point. Once again, now uh, talking about the, the houses, how about, how about one final sign um, that you might not be ready to buy a home? Well, maybe you do a lot of travel and whether it's for business or pleasure, right? Maybe it's because you're out on the ocean. Ah, uh, Captain or, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> or, it, you know, maybe it's, it could be business, could be pleasure. It, it might mean you should consider holding off on a home purchase. Now, condos are often considered a good financial move for people who are on the road a lot. The reality is you're still paying a homeowner's association fee that's due every month, regardless if you're there to use the amenities that fee covers. But let's look at it the other way is some of those amenities are just taking care of the things you wouldn't be able to do when you're there, you know, you, if you, when you're not there rather. So there's some amenities you're not going to get the use of, uh, but you want to make sure if you're traveling a lot now might not be the best time to buy either. That's a really good point. Now, it's been a great conversation. Is there anything else you want to add, Matt, before we have to go? Well, one last thing I would like to get to. I, I know we've got a lot. We've done a lot here, but we did say I, I do want to touch on uh, why you might want to rent instead of buying, why that may make more sense for some people. I just got a couple things real quick. Uh, first major benefit is simply, you know, for a lot of people, the lack of maintenance costs and repair bills. Uh, a lot of people hate the thought of the furnace making a strange noise in the middle of the night. Uh, and I think a lot of people can agree yeah, with that. True. Um, and, you know, a lot of people think about amenities. You know, when we were talking just about the condos and when you rent, you can position yourself to enjoy some really great benefits like swimming pools, fitness centers, heated underground parking that you're not required to buy all the equipment for and take care of all the time. Yeah, good um, point. And, yeah, I think and another big benefit to renting instead of owning is that you you don't have to worry about real estate taxes as a bill in and of itself. Yes, it might be built into the price of your rent, but it's not one of those things that is entirely if you're if you have a lease signed for X amount of years and those taxes go up, they, your lease is still going to be honored at those rates. So those are a couple of the reasons if you'd like to you know discuss more, uh, if you'd like if you have any of your own you want to talk about please don't be afraid to reach out to us. You can give us a call, 800-339-9252. You can visit us online at compass-ltd.com. You can request an appointment through our website. Uh, great way to do that either way. And you can, uh, it's first appointment, first visit. It's complimentary. There's no cost. There's no obligation to that. We're willing to talk to you about you know, what it is you're trying to achieve. And we'll talk to you about how you go through our process of putting a comprehensive financial plan in place. And then, you know, any other things you want to take care of financially in your world, we are a full services firm and we talk to you about how those things work when you when you do that with us. And that first again, that first visit, there's no pressure, there's no cost, there's no obligation. We get to know you, you get to know us and see if we want to take some steps forward together. Well, thanks, Matt. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Financial Compass with our host, Matthew Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252. 
or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.